All right. Welcome to another Ember Weekend. I'm Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. And we are here to talk about Ember newsy things and stuff. How are you doing, Chase? Doing good. How's the uh, how's the old uh, recording not from the office treating you? Oh, great. I mean, didn't have to deal with the, uh, the air show traffic today. That was great. Yeah, yeah. It's been pretty wild. Um, yeah, the Blue Angels, man. Wow. Yeah, if you hear awesome. a... As we're recording, like, that's what it is. Yep. So, uh, anyways, uh, we got a lot to, to cover today, so uh, let's just dive in. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about, man, is that is that the way I always introduce uh, new sections? It's always like the first thing we're going to talk about. Yes, that, that is how that is how you always intro them. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is a, uh, a thing that we've actually covered before. We covered this uh, a while ago, uh, Jeffrey Biles, um, who we saw in, out in Austin uh, for Keep Ruby Weird, which is really fun. Um, he has uh, made the Build Pac-Man book uh, free to uh, to read, so you can go and download that. Uh, I remember talking about it. I think it's really well written. Uh, it's kind of fun. It talks about uh, oh man, it's like uh, it's like I don't remember the acronym, but it's basically talking about real life Pac-Man. So it's pretty great, uh, and it goes through uh, basically how you can design your own Pac-Man game. So it's really really cool. Yeah, I re- he was explaining to somebody because uh, he gave a lightning talk at Keeper Be Weird, and he was explaining to somebody the story of what he was gonna what he was gonna cover and like how it was like this apocalyptic future with right. you know these pills that you had to go find underground and like burrow through with these tools. And then he goes, he goes, yeah, it's you know, and he says the acronym I can't remember what it was, and he's like, it's Pac Man, you know. And the guy's like, oh, like and it, it was like the way that if you read the book, the, the uh, the alien invasion or whatever that it's that it's talking about is like it's super dark. It's like a dark version <laughs> of Pac-Man. So it's actually worth reading just just for entertainment. Yeah, totally, totally. And while you're at it, you get to uh, to build your own Pac-Man game in Ember, which is really cool. So um, so be sure to check that out. Um, like I said, it's free. We're gonna put a link to the Build Pac-Man uh, site uh, or at least page that Jeffrey has up, and uh, you should check it out. The next thing we're going to talk about is uh, some Ember math helpers for people who are not so great with the maths. Uh, this is a add-on by Robert Wagner. You know, you might be asking, like, why would I want to do math in my Ember templates? And I actually have run into this case where I needed them specifically for things like charts uh, and, like, what is it, Ember, Ember sparkles and things like that, where you define uh, these kind of, like, little functions in line to say whenever value comes in, you know, this is how you get the actual value you're going to render. And so you end up using a lot of uh, math inside of graphs. And you don't necessarily want to you know, put that all in your component or have to define even a component if you don't have to. Definitely. Uh, I've run into this uh, with, with some other things too, like when you need counters and stuff. Um, sometimes it's nice to just be able to very quickly uh, write something like add this or do that. Yeah. Um, Rounding a number is actually really useful. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's a lot of really good applications for this, so I think it's nice. It's also kind of driving the uh, the whole let's have Lisp in our templates thing a little bit, which <laughs> is pretty cool. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm for that. We've we've talked about that a little bit uh, in the past, but uh, this is a really cool one. It seems pretty fully fledged. Um, there are like a lot of the different helpers um, that are in this, so uh, I think it I think it could be useful. Like uh, like Chase was saying, it's going to be perfect for like something like Ember Sparkles. But you can divide, you can do min maxes, um, powers, which is cool, uh, and some other things. I wonder though. So some of these helpers could do could perform double duty as like a concat, um, ostensibly because of they're they're delegating directly to JavaScript um, operators underneath the hood. So like add could add two strings together. 
um, and some things like that. So you can you could probably trip yourself up just like you could trip yourself up in JavaScript land, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, some blog posts about how this this helper has really weird behavior and you know, what, yeah. happens, what happens when you add a, an undefined to a string. Yeah, and you just show and you show uh, you show that compatibility table where the or the equality table with uh, things being equal on either side, and it's like a checkerboard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, this is great. So check it out. Uh, it's called Ember Math Helpers. Once again, we're gonna put a link to it in the show notes. So uh, click away and uh, and let us know what you think. And uh, the next thing we're gonna talk about is a blog post by David Tang. Uh, and this this talks about how you can do uh, relationship updating and manipulation uh, with uh, with Ember data. And I thought the most interesting part of this was that you can actually pass to save a thing called adapter adapter options, which actually gets sent uh, to your adapter uh, and the snapshot argument. So you can actually uh, give information saying like, hey, I want you to do this specific thing for for this model. Uh, when you actually invoke the save and trigger different adapter behavior. So you can kind of override or customize uh, the behavior of the save uh, to do more work. So that was something that I didn't know you could do, and it's super neat. Uh, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and there's also a whole other section about like, um, you know, the the URLs that need to exist on, a, on like a legit JSON API server um, or, an, or an API. Um, so the example we gave was like article slash ID and you want to uh, give, uh, you want to update the relationships of some tags associated with that. So you have to now on your server be able to handle articles slash the ID of that article slash relationship slash tags. And then you can just give a collection of tags to that. And it's like, I didn't implement that on Ember Weekend's API. So it's like, we're definitely not like fully spec compliant. And it's, it's interesting to see how many uh, different things you have to be able to handle to create like an actual JSON API. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's definitely eye opening. We've run into a couple of uh, scenarios where you know if we were fully in spec, we'd be able to do some really neat things. So um, so figuring out that that JSON API spec and really investigating is, uh, I think, really valuable thing to do, especially in the Ember space um, because uh, the default adapter being JSON API. Uh, speaking of that, um, David Tang also has a book called. Uh, called Ember Data in the Wild, which I haven't read yet. So we'll hopefully do a little spot on this in the future once I've had a chance to look it over. But if it's anything like this blog post, I suspect there's a lot of really interesting information here. So uh, maybe check that out and we can uh, talk about that in the future. And the last thing we're going to talk about is uh, another blog post on Embermap, uh, this one by Sam Selikoff. And it's talking about uh, sticky chat boxes, specifically like uh, when you scroll to the bottom of something and you have like you know, whatever new content coming in, this could, this doesn't necessarily need to work just for a chat box. Maybe it's a log messages or something. Um, but basically when you scroll down, you now want to always be locked to the bottom so that it's constantly scrolling. But then you kind of scroll back up, um, to see the content above, it doesn't like pop you down to the bottom just because a new thing came in. Um, this, uh, this would be good if you wanted to build like a terminal terminal emulator or something in a, in a browser too. Um, and he goes over two kind of ways to do this. Um, and does kind of pro cons of like why one way might be better than the other. Not necessarily picking a winner, but just saying here's pro cons to each approach. Yeah, and he leverages uh, in the first approach. He leverages the uh, Ember in viewport add-on, which we've covered before. It's from Dockyard. Uh, it's it's been around for quite some time now, uh, actually. But it's a really cool way to where basically as soon as this uh, this helper is in the viewport, it uh, tr allows you to trigger actions, so you can basically set things and whatever. 
uh, and uh, and he's able to leverage that to create the sticky chat box. Uh, and then uh, he can he contrasts that to uh, a different uh, methodology, which is basically checking the scroll position. Um, but uh, in the blog post, uh, Sam mentions that Luke Melia uh, brought up that the checking of the scroll position can be very costly. So uh, it's a really interesting, I really liked the the thoroughness of showing both pathways and why you might choose one over the other. And I like the, as soon as I saw the first one, I was like, oh, this is uh, this is much cleaner, but it's probably going to have some performance implications. I was thinking the exact inverse. I thought that the the in viewport thing would be more costly, uh, but it turns out it's it's considerably less costly. Yeah, and then the, the the downside that he brings up is that doing the in viewport way works fine until you need to actually have some indication that you are scrolled to the bottom. Um, you won't get that until you actually insert a new, a new message for 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 reasons that are are kind of weird. You have to read the the blog post to figure it out. Yeah, but like most of these blog posts from Embermap, it's really good. Uh, it's very uh, well uh, well written, and I like uh, I like some of the some of the the examples he gives of it are really clear, like little gifs that basically just show you kind of like what is the expected behavior and what's going on. Uh, one of them is actually uh, a Twitch screenshot from an Overwatch um, stream. So there's some Overwatch stuff. Uh, someone's playing McCree, which well done. Uh, it's no Hanzo or anything, whatever, but. Uh, seriously, I know that Hanzo is the worst character in the game. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a really great blog post, so check it out. Uh, and um, yeah, and we'll make sure to link to it. Thanks for listening to uh, Ember Weekend. Uh, thanks for sticking with us through the end. Yeah, if you want to follow along, you can follow us at uh, Ember Weekend, all one word, on Twitter or uh, on our RSS feed at emberweekend.com slash feed.xml. You know, so what you always say, like, thanks for sticking with us to the end, as if it, like, got, like, really hard in the end. And yeah. just like, well, they wanted to leave, but, you know, they stuck yeah. with it. But they're like, no, man, we got to yeah. stick, stick through the end. This I, is not I, really like, that interesting, like, but, you know, I'm going to do it <laughs> so I can, you know, check off the box. I get to mark it as, as listened to. Yeah, my, my podcast, my podcast reader won't show it as listened to if I don't, yeah. if I don't actually wait till the end. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Anyways, uh, I'm Jonathan Jackson. And I'm Chase McCarthy. And we will see you next week for episode 81.